0: What is up? We've got one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. If you want to jump in, questions, comments, even disagreements, click email the show or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. First up for today, let's talk about what is a fiduciary. Is your financial planner acting in your best interest? It's something I remind you of almost every show. You know, what I tell you, get a second opinion from an independent fee-only certified financial planner. What does that mean? You got to figure out first if your current advisor, he or she is, they are they acting in your best interest. Not all financial professionals are held to the same standards. What does that mean for you? I think that's the misnomer, right? You think that all advisors, given their title, are created equal. Uh, I was having a conversation. Someone asked me, what's your job title? I said financial planner. And they said, oh, a financial advisor. And I said, well, no, a financial advisor to me in the industry means salesperson. I bet that's not what it means to you. Why does the term financial advisor mean salesperson to me or other people in the industry? It's because most people who use that term to describe their business or their profession, shouldn't even call it a profession if you're a salesperson, they are in the business of selling financial products and or they are in the business of gathering assets so they can charge a, uh, in my view, a Too expensive of a management fee based on the size of your investment accounts. So they sell life insurance. They sell long-term care insurance for commission. They sell mutual funds on commission. They sell other financial products on commission, annuities. And they also manage investments. They say they do. And they charge a fee. That fee is, in my view, way too expensive. But that is their deal. They're trying to gather assets to manage, if you want to call it that. And they're trying to sell you financial products. That's what most people who call themselves financial advisors do. They are under the hood financial salespeople. They are not advisors at all. So when a planner, anyone can call themselves whatever. You could have, it could change tomorrow. Every person who's a, a financial sales guy or girl, they could change the term. And start calling, calling themselves financial planners if their company would allow it. And that will change everything up. So it doesn't really matter about the title. I don't care if they call themselves a wealth management advisor, a financial consultant, a financial representative. A lot that says a lot about their business, but it doesn't say everything. What you as the consumer need to know, who do they work for? Are they employed by an investment firm, an insurance company, or a bank or some something similar to that? Because if they're not truly independent, and a lot of people who work for or have ties to insurance and investment companies, they will say, Well, you know, I, I just market my services through this company, but I'm I'm independent. No, no, you're not. No, or you because whether it's it's a life insurance company or an investment firm, they are dictating what that advisor can and can't do on some level. And if a big corporation is dictating what your financial advisor or planner can or cannot do for you, things could get missed. Things could not go in your your best interest all the time because of that conflict. So an independent advisor reports to no company. It doesn't mean they're not affiliated or have some ties to you. In all independent advisors who manage investments are going to have to have a third-party custodian or should, they don't all have to, but they should have a third-party custodian to house the accounts, but they're not employed by that custodian. They don't have to use that custodian. They can still do whatever they want to do. They just need somewhere to transact business. Third-party custodians something Fidelity offers the services. TD Ameritrade, Schwab, those are the big ones. And, you know, those are the ones that allow independent advisors to open up accounts with their company or the advisor can view them but in no way shape or form is the independent advisor employed by those companies because there are still advisors or planners who work for Schwab that's not the same there are advisors who work for uh, TD Ameritrade and Fidelity those are not independent advisors something totally different you'll be able to tell just ask the question are you independent The next thing on the list that I tell you is to make sure they have the designation of Certified Financial Planner. They are a full-time fiduciary, meaning they represent your best interest, or they are supposed to, by their regulations, focus on what's in your best interest only. You ask 10 advisors off the street or planners, whatever they call themselves, You'll say what you ask them. Do you do you serve your clients' best interest all the time? Ten out of ten will tell you that they do. No one is gonna just well, you know what? Since you asked, I'm just gonna be out. No, I try to screw my clients over as, as much as I possibly can. No one is going to answer that question honestly. So if you ask an advisor do you serve your client's best interest? They'll say, of course, yes, yes. That's one of the focuses. Of if. It's a bunch of lies. They may have very well, some are just crooks. Most are not. Now, there's bad apples in every profession. But just because you're not intentionally trying to harm anyone's financial situation doesn't mean you still aren't serving their, or you're able to serve their best interest. What would that look like? Well, Most advisors are trained by financial investment and banks. And those people put stipulations and they tell them what to recommend and what to sell. And they train them how to do planning. And internally, there's a conflict of interest the advisor or planner may not see. Let me give you an example. You know, the strip mall financial firms. There's one big financial advisory firm. Basically, what they do is peddle mutual funds. They don't do any holistic planning at all. holistic planning is someone who focuses on every area of your financial life but they strip You find these 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 advisors in in strip malls typically that's where they're located and what they do they'll either sell you a higher cost mutual fund on it for an upfront sales charge or they get a commission or they will manage your investments for a percentage the mutual funds that they're recommending are basically dictated by the firm. They think the firm knows everything. They drinking the Kool-Aid. But just because someone's drinking the and where is that reference to But it references a cult, right? Because of the people who drink the Kool-Aid and wore the Nikes and I think the, the black suits or white suits or whatever it was they wore. They all killed themselves together jointly. And they all believed they were doing the right thing. Now, it's not as drastic and dramatic as that, and certainly not as morbid. But just when, when a firm is basically telling all their little minions, this is the only way, this is the best way, and they all drink the Kool-Aid, they have no idea that there is a better way. So by selling higher-cost mutual funds, and that's all they can recommend for the most part, because that's what pays them and their firm the most, on a commission or managing or charging a high fee, a fee that's dictated by the firm, they can't reduce it to a certain point. Those are conflicts. Those are things that harm you because you're paying too much for your investments. You're probably paying a sales charge where you shouldn't, or you're paying a financial advisor or investment management fee that's two to three or four times higher than it should be, especially for the level of work that they are providing. Now, I don't know if I'm clear enough here, but if you strip away all that BS, and get down to how true fiduciary financial planners manage money, it's not those ways. Because hard, it's hard to look someone in the eye and say, Hey, you know, Mr. Client, I know that I'm managing your investments for 1.7% a year. You can go down the road and, or go to another fiduciary type advisor and get it done for a third of that. There's no one there's that no one they can look you in the eye and argue that that is in your best interest. But unless there's some type of service they are providing, and most of them do not provide the service that would equal the amount of fee that they charge. Let me clue you in a little bit of industry secret. Most advisors do not, are not able to create what is called alpha. That is an industry term where investment returns are over and above the average of the market. So if a mutual fund manager or a financial planner actively managing your investments has positive alpha, as the statistical term is called, and the S&P has averaged 10% over some time period, and we're looking at an all-stock allocation just to keep things simple, since I said we're going to compare it to the S&P 500, a positive alpha would be, you know, the advisor has generated over the same time period with the same level of risk, about 11 or 12, anything greater than 10 The majority of advisors from a, you know, from a longer term perspective, do not create positive alpha one, because to generate the positive alpha, you have to do it after expenses, their costs are higher for their investments, their costs are higher to manage your money. So you're actually behind the eight ball because of those things. So when they say, or you think you envision, well, they're getting me above average performance, And that justifies their high fee. Bullshit. BS. That's all there is to it. So when we scrape away all that, that crud and crap, we get down to, well, all allocations are going to do about the same. If you have an all-stock portfolio, it should do about the same as another all-stock portfolio, all things being equal. Then you got to get down to what are you paying for? I hope that makes some sense. That gets on the compensation side. So don't just take my word for it. Let's take a little quick look at what Kiplinger personal finance magazine says about it. And I'm just going to cover this. Make sure you hire a fiduciary. Already covered that, right? Make sure you're hiring a certified financial planner. This is not me. This is a third-party financial planning article entitled, Is Your Financial Planner Acting in Your Best Interest? So they're telling you the things to look for. Fiduciary, CFP. And then they go into the differences of working with a financial salesperson. You will be hard-pressed to find any, any financial article out there that doesn't agree with the things I tell you to look for in your financial advisor in getting a second opinion. That be independent, an advisor who only works for you. Fee only is another way to say it, not fee-based, fee only. Make sure they have the top designation in the biz, and that is Certified Financial Planner and make sure they are a full-time fiduciary. All those things truly, truly matter. And if you hire only those types of people or at least get a double checkup from someone like that to, just to keep an eye on your financial salesperson, you'll be way better off than you would if you try to do things on your own or if you stick with these high-cost financial salespeople. All right. If you want to check out the article, again, it's at kiplinger.com. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Gwalsh. Certified Financial Planner. we are back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkle with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free, certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. What is up? We're going to want to show you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. That's dot pcom If you want to jump in, questions, comments, even disagreements, click email the show, or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. First up for today, let's talk about what is a fiduciary? Is your financial planner acting in your best interest? It's something I remind you of almost every show. When I tell you, get a second opinion from an independent, fee-only certified financial planner. What does that mean? You gotta figure out first if your current advisor, he or she is they are they acting in your best interest. Not all financial professionals are held to the same standards. What does that mean for you? I think that's the misnomer, right? You think that all advisors, given their title, are created equal. Uh, I was having a conversation. Someone asked me, what's your job title? I said financial planner. And they said, oh, a financial advisor. And I said, well, no, a financial advisor to me in the industry means salesperson. I bet that's not what it means to you. Why does the term financial advisor mean salesperson to me or other people in the industry, it's because most people who use that term to describe their business or their profession, shouldn't even call it a profession if you're a salesperson, they are in the business of selling financial products and or they are in the business of gathering assets so they can charge a, uh, in my view, a Too expensive of a management fee based on the size of your investment accounts. So they sell life insurance. They sell long-term care insurance for commission. They sell mutual funds on commission. They sell other financial products on commission, annuities. And they also manage investments. They say they do. And they charge a fee. That fee is, in my view, way too expensive. But that is their deal. They're trying to gather assets to manage, if you want to call it that. And they're trying to sell you financial products. That's what most people who call themselves financial advisors do. They are under the hood financial salespeople. They are not advisors at all. So when a planner, anyone anyway, can call themselves whatever. You could have, it could change tomorrow. Every person who's a, a financial sales guy or girl, they could change the term. And start calling, calling themselves financial planners if their company would allow it. And that will change everything up. So it doesn't really matter about the title. I don't care if they call themselves a wealth management advisor, a financial consultant, a financial representative. You know, a lot that says a lot about their business, but it doesn't say everything. What you as the consumer need to know. Who do they work for? Are they employed by an investment firm, an insurance company, or a bank or some something similar to that? Because if they're not truly independent, and a lot of people who work for or have ties to insurance and investment companies, they will say, Well, you know, I I just market my services through this company, but I'm I'm independent. No, no, you're not. No, or you because whether it's it's a life insurance company or an investment firm, they are dictating what that advisor can and can't do on some level. And if a big corporation is dictating what your financial advisor or planner can or cannot do for you, things could get missed. Things could not go in your your best interest all the time because of that conflict. So an independent advisor reports to no company. It doesn't mean they're not affiliated or have some ties to you. In all independent advisors who manage investments are going to have to have a third-party custodian They don't all have to. But they should have a third-party custodian to house the accounts, but they're not employed by that custodian. They don't have to use that custodian. They can still do whatever they want to do. They just need somewhere to transact business. Third-party custodians something Fidelity offers the services. TD Ameritrade, Schwab, those are the big ones. And, you know, those are the ones that allow independent advisors to open up accounts with their company or the advisor can view them but in no way shape or form is the independent advisor employed by those companies because there are still advisors or planners who work for Schwab that's not the same there are advisors who work for uh, TD Ameritrade and Fidelity those are not independent advisors something totally different you'll be able to tell just ask the question are you independent the next thing on the list that i tell you is to make sure they have the designation of certified financial planner they are a full-time fiduciary meaning they represent your best interest or they are supposed to by their regulations focus on what's in your best interest only you ask 10 advisors off the street or planners wherever they call themselves You'll say what you ask them. Do do you serve your client's best interest all the time? Ten out of ten will tell you they do. No one is going to just, well, you know what? Since you asked, I'm just going to be, no, I try to screw my clients over as much as I possibly can. No one is going to answer that question honestly. So if you ask an advisor, do you serve your client's best interest? They'll say, of course, yes, yes. That's one of the focuses. If it's a bunch of lies. They may have very well, some are just crooks. Most are not. Now, there's bad apples in every profession. But just because you're not intentionally trying to harm anyone's financial situation doesn't mean you still aren't serving their, or you're able to serve their best interest. What would that look like? Well, Most advisors are trained by financial investment and banks. And those people put stipulations and they tell them what to recommend and what to sell. And they train them how to do planning. And internally, there's a conflict of interest the advisor or planner may not see. Let me give you an example. You know, the strip mall financial firms. There's one big financial advisory firm. Basically, what they do is peddle mutual funds. They don't do any holistic planning at all. What holistic planning is someone who focuses on every area of your financial life. But these strip you find these these, these advisors in, in strip malls typically. That's where they're located. And what they do, they'll either sell you a higher cost mutual fund on it for an upfront sales charge, or they get a commission, or they will manage your investments for a percentage the mutual funds that they're recommending are basically dictated by the firm. They think the firm knows everything. They drink in the Kool-Aid. But just because someone's drinking the where is that reference to but it references a cult, right? Because of the people who drink the Kool-Aid and wore the Nikes and I think the the black suits or white suits or whatever it was they wore. They all killed themselves together jointly. And they all believed they were doing the right thing. Now, it's not as drastic and dramatic as that. and certainly not as morbid. But just when when a firm is basically telling all their little minions, this is the only way, this is the best way, and they all drink the Kool-Aid, they have no idea that there is a better way. So by selling higher-cost mutual funds, and that's all they can recommend for the most part, because that's what pays them and their firm the most, on a commission or managing or charging a high fee, a fee that's dictated by the firm, they can't reduce it to a certain point. Those are conflicts. Those are things that harm you because you're paying too much for your investments. You're probably paying a sales charge where you shouldn't, or you're paying a financial advisor or investment management fee that's two to three or four times higher than it should be, especially for the level of work that they are providing. Now, I don't know if I'm clear enough here, but if you strip away all that BS and get down to how true fiduciary financial planners manage money, it's not those ways. Because hard, it's hard to look someone in the eye and say, hey, you know, Mr. Client, I know that I'm managing your investments for 1.7% a year. You can go down the road and, or go to another fiduciary type advisor and get it done for a third of that. There's no one there's that no one they can look you in the eye and argue that that is in your best interest. But unless there's some type of service they are providing, and most of them do not provide the service that would equal the amount of fee that they charge. Let me clue you in a little bit of industry secret. Most advisors do not or are not able to create what is called alpha. That is an industry term where investment returns are over and above the average of the market. So if a mutual fund manager or a financial planner actively managing your investments has positive alpha as the statistical term is called and the S&P has averaged 10% over some time period and we're looking at an all stock allocation just to keep things simple since I said we're going to compare it to the S&P 500 a positive alpha would be you know the advisor has generated over the same time period with the same level of risk about 11 or 12 or anything greater than 10 The majority of advisors from a, you know, from a longer term perspective, do not create positive alpha. One, because to generate the positive alpha, you have to do it after expenses, their costs are higher for their investments, their costs are higher to manage your money. So you're actually behind the eight ball because of those things. So when they say, or you think you envision, well, they're getting me above average performance And that justifies their high fee. Bullshit. BS. That's all there is to it. So when we scrape away all that, that crud and crap, we get down to, well, all allocations are going to do about the same. If you have an all-stock portfolio, it should do about the same as another all-stock portfolio, all things being equal. Then you got to get down to what are you paying for? hope that makes some sense. That gets on the compensation side. So don't just take my word for it. Let's take a little quick look at what Kiplinger personal finance magazine says about it. And I'm just going to cover this. Make sure you hire a fiduciary. Already covered that, right? Make sure you're hiring a certified financial planner. This is not me. This is a third party financial planning article entitled, is your financial planner acting in your best interest? So they're telling you the things to look for. Fiduciary, CFP, and then they go into the differences of working with a financial salesperson. You will be hard-pressed to find any any financial article out there that doesn't agree with the things I tell you to look for in your financial advisor in getting a second opinion. That be independent, an advisor who only works for you. Fee-only is another way to say it, not fee-based, fee-only. Make sure they have the top designation in the biz, and that is Certified Financial Planner and make sure they are a full-time fiduciary. All those things truly, truly matter. And if you hire only those types of people, or at least get a double checkup from someone like that, just to keep an eye on your financial salesperson, you'll be way better off than you would if you try to do things on your own or if you stick with these high-cost financial salespeople. All right, if you want to check out the article, again, it's at kipkiger.com. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Guals. Certified Financial Planner. We're back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage over your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercounsel.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Financial Coaching Radio is back with you. This is the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell. I'm not pushing any financial products or live event tickets. I'll leave that to the other hack jobs out there. This is, I am Jason Paul, certified financial planner. Just a few minutes in this segment, let's tackle, will Mr. Biden cancel your student loan debt? Uh, Forbes says we may know soon. Uh, He has said his administration is looking into whether he can cancel student loan debt using executive action, but will he ultimately decide to enact this forgiveness, If so, what will it look like? Biden has said that he supports canceling student loan debt, but has opposed uh, calls for 50000 or more in student loan forgiveness, as suggested by student loan block. While, but while Biden has been open to some form of student loan cancellation, he has expressed reluctance to using executive action to implement. Progressives in Congress and several leading student loan attorneys have argued that the Higher Education Act, the statute that governs, Governs, much of the federal student loan and federal aid system gives the president wide latitude to enforce, pay, compromise, waive, release, whatever, I guess to make changes. Others, including Biden himself, have expressed uncertainties whether the president truly has the legal authority to cancel student loan debt unilaterally. Uh, The White House has said that Biden would sign a student loan forgiveness bill passed by Congress, but no such bill has been sent to his desk. Congress has other priorities at the moment. On April 1st, Biden directed legal staff of the U.S. Department of Education and Department of Just- Justice to conduct a formal legal review of these authority. The- so what's this about? If you're sitting there with student loan debt, whether you're liberal or conservative, you're like, man, you yeah, have cancel this stuff. But... It's not like the government produces any revenue on its own for the most part. The government gets its revenue from taxpayers. Taxpayers are American citizens. So if the government is just wiping out your student loan debt, basically essentially paying it off, they're taking money from other taxpayers to do so. So if your student loan debt gets wiped out, it's essentially rich people have paid off your student loan debt. And you can believe that is the right thing. That's up to you, then your political views. You can believe that's the wrong thing. But at the core of it is, it's simply redistribution of wealth. It's taking money from the higher income, uh, higher net worth people, giving it to those people with debt. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Not going to debate it. Um, Depends on what side of the fence. A lot of people are going to be conflicted about this, I tell you. Uh, This is an interesting one. I never thought it would pick up much traction. I thought it was just a political speak thing that people said during election, but... And maybe one day those with $50,000 of student loans or less uh, could get their student loans forgiven or canceled. It will certainly help a lot of people, some, not I shouldn't say a lot, some, because the reason they cannot buy things, houses, cars, and and, and boost the economy further is because of their student loan debt. Uh, but some of the others will still just be philandering and doing nothing because the reason they have debt in general, not just in loan debt, is because... Really manage their finances well. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Back after this short break. Keep it locked in. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right, 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. Financial Coaching Radio is with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock right here on WGNS Live and In Charge. You can also listen to it online, podcasts, podcast. if I didn't say the P. Um, uh, all the fancy smancy ways to listen to podcasts are there at com. click archives, click new shows, click past shows, you'll get a long list either way of topics that will pique your interest, talking about things no one else is going to discuss because they have an agenda, they want to talk about you know, basics, you no know, baby steps and uh, selling a book or my next book or my next live event or how can I get you in my office to sell you something or get a new client and it's all this agenda stuff not on this show We're talking, i'm talking i picking topics that i think i want to learn more about and i also think you would want to learn more about and that's why we discuss it on this show again financialcoachingradio.com, radio.com click archives for more more about me what i do how i do it why i do it the way that i do it it's a lot of do it jason qualls cfp.com i'm out for today i'll be back with you next time same bat time same bat channel keep it locked in more local talk is on the way Right here on WGN. I said, "See, TC
1: see, 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 Rider, right. oh, see what you have done." I said, "See, TC see, see, Rider, right. oh, see what you have done." My girl, you made me love you, now, 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 ever again. Play again. I said see 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 right oh see what you have done my girl you made me love you now 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 you're the man girl what did I say I said see 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 right I said see 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 right I said see 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 right I said see She's right. I say she. She's right. I say she.